Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world, welcome to the show. This is the Millennial Millionaire Podcast, and I am your host, Stephen Cohen. This podcast is focused on bringing some of the wisest minds from across the globe to discuss concepts, strategies, and ideals that will lead them to be top performers in their respective industries and their lives. This show is for the millennials and millennials at heart to transcend their mindset, their health, and their income to the next level. We are so excited to have you on this journey with us. Welcome to the show. Millennial Millionaires, welcome back to the show. Today, we have no guest. We are going to do a solo pod. So super excited to uh, go over a concept that's made a monumental difference in my life and hopefully can do the same for you. I've been doing this whole entrepreneurship, personal development, network marketing journey for over a decade now. I just turned 30 last week, which is pretty crazy to say. And over my last decade or so of doing these kind of things, sales, mindset, entrepreneurship, learning about the spiritual laws of success, learning about what life is really about when it comes from pursuing fulfillment, pursuing joy, pursuing happiness, I would say the biggest difference between who I was a decade ago and who I am today is simply I have reinvented my identity. I've made shifts in my mindset, shifts in my paradigm, shifts in the way that I show up to people, the standards that I have for myself, the positive self-talk, the fears that I have today are not the same fears that I had 10 years ago. And I believe a big reason why I've been able to create uh, this life that I currently have is because I've gone deep into the inner work. I've done the self-improvement. I've made the shifts in my thought processes and the way that I look at life. And a big reason is because of my identity. So today, guys, we're going to dive deep into what I believe is probably the most profound concept in terms of leveling up and developing yourself, which is identity. Now, identity to a lot of people can mean a lot of different things. When I think of identity, I think of your self-image. I think of the way that you look at yourself. I think of the way that you view the world. A wise man once said, life isn't how you view it, it's how you view yourself. If you want things to change in your life, you're gonna have to change certain things in your life. And I believe that the identity is really the driving force of all behavior and action. If you think about it, why would you go out there and try to accomplish a big goal? Why would you go out there and try to accomplish something massive, a dreams, a desire, if you don't believe that you're worthy of it? I talk to salespeople all the time in our business and I try to support people and even my own mentorship that I get. And I truly believe that whatever level of life that you're operating on right now, whether it's your income, whether it's your confidence, whether it's your relationships, your personal relationships, your business relationships, whether it's your health, your body, the way you look at yourself, the way you feel about yourself, all of that I believe is a byproduct of your identity and the concepts, the ideals, and the philosophies that you hold true about yourself. So identity to me, guys, Ed Milet, most of you guys probably know who that is, explained it in the best way that I feel like resonated for me. He believes the identity is very similar to a thermostat on a wall. So a thermostat, what is the job of a thermostat? The thermostat's job is to essentially regulate the space. 
whatever that thermostat is set to in this studio, the thermostat set to 70 degrees. It doesn't matter how hot it is outside in Vegas right now. It's 117, by the way, hot as shit. It doesn't matter how hot it is in the external temperature because that thermostat, if it's set to 70 degrees, it's going to kick on and regulate the internal temperature of the room. The same is true if it's cold outside. If you turn the heater on to 90, 100, 110 degrees, it doesn't matter how cold it is outside. If you keep the, the door open or if you have the windows up, it doesn't matter what external circumstances happen into your life because that thermostat's going to kick on and essentially regulate the room. I believe that life is very, very similar to the thermostat on a wall. I believe that we all have certain thermostats when it comes to our life. We have a thermostat in business. We have a ther thermostat in our health, in our physicality, in our relationships, in, in our confidence, in the way that we carry ourselves. So imagine that in every important area of your life, you have these thermostats. And it doesn't necessarily matter what external circumstances happen to us. We all know people that go through terrible things, whether it's from trauma from their childhood, they lose a parent, they lose a brother, they lose a husband, something awful happens. They're diagnosed with a disease, yet they turn that that challenge, they turn that adversity into something that is powerful and impactful and positive for their life. Again, it doesn't matter what externally is happening to you. It doesn't matter who the president is, what policies your sales company has, the president, what's going on in the economy. None of that matters. All that matters is your internal thermostat, your internal belief, the internal paradigms and concepts and beliefs that you hold true to yourself. So again, if you are a, a 70 degree or in fitness, it doesn't matter how hard you work out. It doesn't matter who you hire to train you. It doesn't matter what you eat or how bad you want the ideal body. If you truly don't believe that you're worthy of the body or the physique or the health that you're trying to accomplish, it doesn't matter how hard you work on the outside because internally you're going to start self-sabotaging yourself. You're going to start being inconsistent at the gym. You're going to start eating cheat meals. You're not going to do the work that's necessary because how could you go accomplish a big goal like getting your physique or creating a new business if deep down subconsciously you don't believe that you're worthy of achieving that? So first concept, guys, is understand that this internal thermostat runs our life. If you want to go create a six-figure income, a seven-figure income, 100, 110, 120 degree business, yet your thermostat, your self-belief, your self-image, your identity is set to a 70 degree -er. it doesn't matter what opportunity you go to. It doesn't matter who mentors you. It doesn't matter how great your compensation plan is or your pay scale, because deep down, you're going to continue to self-sabotage yourself and cool yourself back down to what you feel you truly believe. We can never out-earn our belief level. We cannot go against what we truly believe we're worth in life. Therefore, it's not about changing the external. It's not about working harder. It's not about changing things on the outside. It's about changing things on the inside and realizing that the only way to make lasting improvement, the only way to improve and continue to progress and hit certain milestones that are sustainable, sustainability is important because we all know people who have short bursts of success and end up losing it. Think of the lottery winner who wins millions and millions of dollars and three or four or five years later they go bankrupt. Or think of the professional athlete who makes hundreds of millions of dollars, maybe not hundreds of millions, but millions of dollars in his career and then ends up going broke because he spends it 
poorly. He invests it in the wrong things. Why does that happen? A, a wise man once said that if you divided up all the money in the world equally, it would eventually find its way back to the people who deserve it and the, the same people who acquired it in the first place. Why that happens, guys, is because the person that ends up winning the lottery and finds millions and millions of dollars doesn't believe he's worthy. He didn't do the inner work. His life heats up to 120, 130, 140 degrees. But if he's a 70 degreeer, unfortunately, he's going to cool his life back down to what he believes he's worth, to his actual identity, to his actual self-image. And it's going to look like accident. It's going to look like bad investments. It's going to look like people stealing from him. It's going to look like your mom, your dad, your family member asking you for money and loans. And what happens, guys, is if you're not mindful about your internal thermostat, if you're not mindful about what's going on in those certain areas, it's going to look like coincidence. But in reality, it's just you self-sabotaging yourself back down to your internal belief. If your internal results exceed your internal thermostat, eventually you will find a way to cool yourself back down. It's kind of like a regulator. For those of you guys that know what a regulator is in a car, a regulator is put in a motor vehicle in order to prevent the potential of that vehicle from maxing out. For example, if you go buy a Lamborghini Huracan, taps out at 260, 270, 280, but if you put a governor on it, that governor may cap it at 60 or 70 miles per hour. So it doesn't matter how good the driver is. It doesn't matter how fast the potential of the car is. It doesn't matter how hard that you are pressing the pedal because that governor is preventing you from achieving the full potential. A lot of us guys, we have this governor on our life. We have this governor on our business, on our finances, on our relations, on our joy and on our happiness. And if we're not mindful of these invisible governors, this thermostat, this identity that is controlling our life on a subconscious level, then we're gonna continue to go through life getting the same results and asking ourselves why. We all know people, Maybe you're the person listening, a friend, a family member who continues to attract the same toxic relationship. It's like you've been in three or four or five different relationships and you continue to go through the same situation. You continue to attract the same partner, the same girl, the same boy, the same husband, the same wife. You end up going through different breakups and divorces and you ask yourself, why do you keep attracting the same person? It's not the five people, it's the individual. It's because that's where your current set point is when it comes to relationship. You're a 70 degree or therefore you're gonna continue to attract 70 degree relationships and you're going to continue to self-sabotage. So again, guys, realize that there are these invisible thermostats that control our life. And the only way to make permanent foundational change in our life is not to focus on the external. It's not to focus on the thing that's outside of us, but actually focus on the thing that's inside of us. And it's slowly taking that 70 degree to 71, 72, 73, 74. And the crazy thing is when you start to change inside, when you start to change your inner world, your external world is typically a reflection of that. So we're going to talk about how to raise that internal thermostat. Couple things. Number one, law of association. So if you've done any type of personal development, you've probably heard of this concept before of law of association. Law of association basically states that you are a sum of the five people that you associate with the most. If you have four friends that all you do is hang out, smoke weed, play video games, and don't care about life, guess what? You're going to be the fifth person that all they care about is smoke video games, uh, smoke, play video games, and not care about life. If you hang out with five fit people who all they care about is the gym, 
as a byproduct, you will be that next fit person. So as we all know, association is extremely important. Even as kids, our parents knew that. Our parents with the, the parental wisdom knew to make sure that you're hanging around with the right crowd because typically we assimilate into our environment. We assimilate to the people that we associate with. It's to the point on a subconscious level. Have you ever wondered if you spoke multiple languages growing up, why you didn't have to actually put much effort? If you grew up in a fluent household, whether that's Spanish, Hebrew, French, Italian, if you grew up in a household that is bilingual with your parents speaking it around you, chances are you are probably bilingual as well without you putting much effort into it. You weren't on Rosetta Stone, you weren't on Google Words trying to figure out how the language work. As as proximity into that environment, you assimilated that language. So that's true with our words and our language and how we speak. Imagine the impact on our association to our mindsets, to our belief, to the way that we look at the world. It's monumental. So the first way to continue to increase that inner temperature in terms of your life, whether it's business, fitness, spiritual, whatever, is you need to put yourself around higher temperature people. For example, if I'm an 80 degree in fitness and I want to get to a hundred degree, I want to go seek out people who are 110, 120, who are consistent in the gym, who have a high identity when it comes to working out, where when they go to the gym, it's normal to them. And when they don't go to the gym, it feels weird because it's so ingrained in their routine. And by doing that and by mindful and consciously absorbing information by monitoring them and observing them and seeing how they work and just putting myself in proximity to them, I'm going to start to increase in my belief. I'm going to start increasing uh, my thermostat in order to get close to where they are. Now, if you're around 110 degree and you're a 90 degree you're not going to get to 110, but you may get to 95, you may get to 96, you may get to 97. Because what happens is the only difference between the person you are today and who you want to become, whether that's your goals, your dreams, your financial situation, your lifestyle, any of that is simply the lack of belief in order to get there. If the person I was today could accomplish everything I want, I would already have that. I would already have the yacht. I would already have the private jet. I would already have the six pack. But obviously I don't have those things yet. Therefore, I need to grow into a different individual in order to attract the results that I'm looking for. So again, put yourself around higher temperature people, which also includes stop hanging around low temperature people. Misery loves company. Birds of a feather flock together. You have to be very mindful of the people and the, and the information and the stimulus that you allow in your life. Because as we don't realize, unconsciously, we are being influenced and affected by everything we see, everything we watch, and every person that we're around. And if your friend group or your association or your coworkers or your family isn't a reflection of something that you want to be, if you wouldn't change lives with those individuals in whatever area that you're trying to improve on, if you can't get value from them, then chances are they're not serving you, they're actually helping you. Now, I'm not saying disown your family or don't go see your parents, but I'm saying be very mindful and intentional with what you want to accomplish. Again, if I want to increase my fitness thermostat, if I want to level up and create a, a better physique, I'm going to associate with people that are already living that lifestyle because unconsciously I'm going to pick up on things. I'm going to pick up on energy, emotion, habits, rituals, standards, expectations that they're doing, and that's just going to allow me to help 
bridge my gap of belief in order to become the person that I want. And it's not just as easy of being around those people. If I'm hanging out with someone who's super fit and we're talking about video games and poker and what club they went to last night, I'm not getting much value from them. So you want to be intentional. You want to be conscious of the specific things that you're looking to acquire from that relationship and pick their brain. Ask them, ask to take them out to coffee, ask to take them out to lunch, ask them how did they become the person that they are today? One of the things that I offer for my sales team is I give myself 15, 20, 25 minutes, coffee hours, multiple times a week where anyone could hit me up, say, hey, Steven, I want to take you out to coffee and pick my brain. Ask me, how did I create such a big sales team? How do you become a millionaire? What do I do in real estate? Uh, what should I be investing in? What books are you reading? Because by giving access to people, it should help bridge their learning curve in order to get to the result a lot quicker. You know, a mentor once told me, he said, Stephen, smart people learn from their own mistakes, but brilliant people learn from other people's mistakes. Everything that you want in life, all the goals and dreams and things that you want to accomplish and ideas and your vision, someone has already created the blueprint. Someone has already created the game plan in order to get there. You just have to go figure out that information. You just have to seek help and ask. Closed mouths don't get fed, whether that's on YouTube, how to become a millionaire, how to sign 20 solar deals in a month, how to figure out how to drop ship or make money from home, or there's so many ways to create opportunity, but if you're not seeking it, if you're not looking for mentorship, whether it's digitally or physically, then you're not going to be around the proximity in order to increase that thermostat, to raise that belief in order to take action and accomplish the thing that you want to. So again, step one to raising that thermostat, to raising that self-image is, Proximity. Proximity is power. Put yourself around people that are playing the game of life in whatever area you're trying to improve in at a higher level than you. And just simply by being in proximity to them, you're going to start to increase your own thermostat. You're, you're going to start to increase your own belief and your own faith that you can accomplish things. And it's going to help you get there a lot quicker. Second thing, we talked about proximity. The next thing that you want to do is you want to shock your system. So your brain goes to work to make your beliefs true. A wise man once said, we don't see the world as is it, that we do not see the world at, as it is, we see the world as we are. Therefore, our current reality, everything that we're experiencing, all the good, all the bad, we've essentially created by the sum of our decisions. Everything you have in life, all the debt, all the prosperity, all the grief, all the challenges, all the abundance, everything, all the good and bad, you have attracted by the person that you've become up until this point. Therefore, if you can take ownership of that and realize, man, I have a great life, that's on me. Or, hey, I don't love my life right now. I'm not happy with how much money I'm making. I'm not happy with my relationship. I'm not happy with my physique. If you can own that and realize, hey, this is because of me. I've created this. I have the power to create this or I have the power to not create this. Then you're able to put the ball in your court so you can actually do something about it. One of the biggest, I believe, myths in society, and I think it's intentional that society and the matrix and the government puts on people is that you are a victim and you don't have the power. Oh, the reason that you're broke is because of the economy. Oh, the reason that, you know, you got laid off is because of COVID. Oh, the reason that you are on food stamps is because the system failed you. The government and the system and, and, and 
the higher beings want you in victim. They want you dependent on the individuals because when you are in victim and you don't feel like you have control over your own life, you then submit your power to someone else. The best thing that you can do for your life is to take full accountability, 100% ownership over all the good, all the bad, because by doing that, you now have control. You now have the ball back in your court. Now you can actually do something about it. 11 years ago, I woke up realizing that I was on track for an average life, and I had to get to the point where I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. I was sick of having low self-esteem. I was sick watching my parents complain about money. I was sick having fear around how we're going to pay this bill or what I'm going to do in the future or having to work a job who didn't appreciate me and didn't value me. And I had to take ownership and realize, man, the reason that I'm in this situation right now, it's not because of my parents. It's not because of my lack of education. It's not the side of the street I grew up on. It's because of me. It's because of my decisions, my thinking, and the way that I've looked up life up until this point. And by doing that, it created a sense of empowerment for me to actually change it. So again, second thing, you need to shock your system. You will only work. You will only make an effort to congruent what you believe you're worth. Why would someone go out there and try to go create a million-dollar net worth, try and go create a, a multi-million-dollar nonprofit, go out there and create a multi-million-dollar business? Why would someone try and go do that if they don't believe they can even achieve it? You're not going to go do something you don't believe you can achieve. So the idea is we need to raise that belief. So shocking your system. I do cold plunges pretty consistently. It's a practice that I've inherited this year that's made a massive impact on my life. And the reason I do it, cold therapy, it has a ton of physical benefits, a ton of stuff that you guys can look up. But the main benefit that I get from it is it shocks my system. It shocks my nervous system. I wake up, I go in the cold plunge, and it literally puts me in a fight or flight state, almost kind of like drinking a cup of coffee. That that endorphin rush, that dopamine rush, that that level of focus and euphoria that you only feel when you do something to shock your system. So by doing that, it completely shakes my laziness, it shakes my my passiveness and my casualty and it puts me into a state of urgency and ready to attack the day. You need to do the same thing in your life. So shocking your system you want to do big bursts of action in a short amount of time. I'll give you guys an example. If you're a sales company right now, or if you are a door-to-door -door knocker like my business, or if you do phone sales and you're trying to level up your business, you're trying to go from making 60K a year to 100K a year, 150K a year to 350K a year, whatever it is, the first thing you want to do is get around people that have a higher temperature than you in business. Go ask to take them to coffee, associate with them, see what they do, do what they do, see what they say. If you do what people do and you say what they say, you'll get what they get. That's first step. Second step, you need to shock your system. You need to artificially create momentum to make you believe that you're something you're not at the moment. Now, I don't really believe in the fake it till you make it. I like the essence of it. I kind of like this, the concept of act as is. If you want to be a millionaire, act as is. If you want to be a bodybuilder, act as is. If you want to be more confident, if you want to be more charismatic, act as is. And by doing that over and over and over again, if you continue to tell yourself a lie long enough, you actually start to believe it. So act as is. So by shocking your system, what you're going to do, the phone salesman is you're normally making... 10 calls a day, four, four days a week. You want to make 40 calls a day, 
for four days a week, or you want to make 30 day, 30 calls a day for five days a week. You want to take your normal activity. You want to take your normal action and you want a five, six, seven exit, not forever, but for a 30 day period. What that's basically doing is it's tricking your mind to believe that you're actually someone that you're not in the current moment. It's tricking your mind to believe that you're doing what the successful people do. You're doing what the high achievers do. You're doing what the top 3% do. Maybe not forever, but for that short period of time. And then what happens is you actually start to think, man, if I'm doing what they're doing, I should be getting what they're getting. And slowly, unconsciously, you're raising that belief. You're, you're, you're shortening the gap between who you are and who you want to be because you're acting as is. I'll give you guys an example. Everyone knows that you, if you're playing basketball, you want to be the first one in the gym and the last one to leave. Or if you're doing anything, if you're in the office trying to make it big, you're going to be the first one in the office and the last one to leave. Everyone knows that. That's beneficial for two reasons. Most people know the first reason. Obviously, if you're in the gym practicing an hour before everyone, an hour after everyone, you're getting two more hours of practice, two more hours of investing energy into your craft. Therefore, over a compounded period of time, that ROI, you're putting in two more hours, you'll become better and more skilled. That's the obvious reason. The second reason isn't as obvious, but I believe it's more important. By you showing up an hour before everyone else and leaving an hour before everyone else, or by you hitting an one hour more of doors and one hour later doors, by you putting in that extra effort day in and day out, you start to unconsciously condition your mind that you actually deserve success, you actually deserve the reward more than the person to your left or your right. And by doing that, you're tricking your brain, you're shocking your system, you're doing massive action to prove yourself. Man, I may not be a millionaire, not right now, but I'm acting like one. I'm doing more than that guy. I'm doing more than that girl. Therefore, I deserve more than that individual. A wise man once told me, a mentor, he said, Stephen, you shouldn't want to become a millionaire because of the million dollars. You should want to become a millionaire because who you have to become in the process of becoming a millionaire the amount of lives that you'll have to help, the the uncomfortable situations you're going to have to be in, the level of confidence you'll need, the skill set of public speaking, uh, the level of travel that you'll have to go through. You shouldn't want to become successful for the money. You should want to become successful because the person that will have to be crafted to become that individual to attract the money. Again, guys, number two, it's more important to get your mind to that destination, your mind to that level of success before your body actually gets there. Every great accomplishment happens twice, once in the mind and then in reality. This microphone, this chair I'm sitting on, this iPad, this camera, this studio, this was first someone's thought. It was first someone's idea. It was first someone's vision. Then with application, with execution, with commitment, they've created it in the reality in the world. So everything starts in the mind. And in order to get that thermostat up, in order to go from a $100,000 year earner to a quarter million dollar year earner, from a 90 degree to a 100 degree, you have to go to work to prove to yourself that you're actually worth it. 
Not for anyone else, not for your mom, not for your dad, not for your manager, not for your coworker, not for that person on social media that stalks you all the time, but for you. Because by doing that, you are now creating that million dollar mindset. You are now creating that millionaire mentality. You are now creating a new version, a new identity of yourself. Therefore, with a new identity comes new actions. With new actions come new results. With new results comes a new life. Go to work, shock your system. Massive action, short amount of time for a finite period, and you're going to start reconditioning your mind to actually make you believe that you're worth something that you're currently not in the moment. Step three. So we've talked about proximity. Need to get around people playing the game of life at a higher level. Okay? Fitness. Hang around people crushing it in fitness. Proximity, you're going to increase your temperature. Second thing, shock your system. If you normally go to the gym four times a week for an hour, go to the gym six times a week for two hours. Not forever, but for a 30-day period. Because then you're going to start thinking, oh man, I'm someone who goes to the gym. I'm someone who is committed to the gym because I'm doing the work and I'm putting in massive energy. I'm immersing myself into this new environment, into this new business, into this new lifestyle that I'm trying to create. And by doing that, you're going to shift the RAS in your brain to make you believe you're something you're not in the moment. Ed Milet talks about the concept of the RAS, which is essentially a fancy term for reticular activating system. Now, don't let that word scare you. Dropped out of college. I have a Clark County high school education. It's a big word, but it's very simple. So the RAS, reticular activating system, is a part of our brain that essentially filters out everything that's going on in our life. So throughout the day, we receive 60, 70, 80,000 bits of information coming to us every single minute from the second you wake up to the color of your wall to the sound of your cat to what's going on outside, the cars driving, we would literally go insane if we absorbed all the stimuli and information and all the bits of, of, of feedback that come through us through the day. So the RAS is basically the piece of our brain that filters out and will only bring to us things that are important to us. So based on our values, based on our belief, based on our focus, will essentially call to us the things that we find most important in our life. We've probably all been in a situation where we've been really excited about a car. I know for me, before I got my Tesla five years ago, I always really wanted a Tesla. And after I ordered it five years ago, it seemed like everywhere I go, I started seeing Teslas. I could see a Tesla from three streets over. Uh, I just seemed like there were so many more Teslas on the street. Now, did Elon start making more Teslas that month that I ordered it? No. What happened? My brain, my RAS, was picking up on Tesla, Tesla, Tesla. Therefore, my eyes, my ears, my senses, my, my, my energy started sifting through all the other cars and, and everything else going on and found Teslas. It's the same reason where if you're in a busy room of 30 or 40 people, you could still hear your name if someone calls it 40 or 50 people over. It's because of that RAS. It's because whatever is important to us, whatever we continue to tell ourselves, our RAS, our brain will essentially program to pick that up in reality. Now, if that's the case with a car or if that's the case with our name, imagine how beneficial that could be in terms of our life. If we want to program it for happiness, if we want to program it for success and abundance and progress and prosperity, most people, they have such a negative RAS. There's so much negative input going into their mind. So when they wake up and they go through their life, of course, all they see is negative. Of course, all they see is the glass is empty 
half full. Of course they get the flat tire. Of course their boyfriend breaks up with them. Of course all these things are happening because you're programming your most powerful computer, your mind, viruses and stuff that's not conducive to who you want to be. So be very mindful of the information you allow in your head. Be very mindful of the values, concepts, thoughts, and beliefs that you hold true to yourself because chances are your current reality is a reflection of all that. So third thing that I want to talk about, guys, in terms of changing your identity, in terms of increasing that invisible thermostat to, a, to acquire anything that you want out of life and sustain it, not just achieve it for a short amount of time and lose it, but actually sustain it and continue to progress. You have to stop telling your old story. You have to stop what is no longer needed. A lot of us have been through a lot of challenges in life, a lot of trauma. We've It's the human experience, but some of us, don't allow ourselves to let go of our old us, to let go of our old identity, to let go of the old stories that we tell ourselves. You cannot create a new story. You cannot create a new identity. You cannot create a better life for yourself if you're holding on to the old stories and the old alibis and reasons and excuses that you've created from a young age. Most of us have programs, thoughts, beliefs, paradigms that were implanted from us from an early age. Growing up, for me personally, money was always a big deal. Anytime there was some type of fear or some type of negativity in the household, 90% of the time, it was about money. It was not paying the bills or my dad spending money we weren't supposed to or my mom having to, you know, credit card debt and racking bankruptcy. So growing up, naturally, I put so much, so much emphasis on money because... It was such a lack growing up. Therefore, there was so much pain associated with it. As human beings, we tend to run away from pain to pleasure. But growing up as an adult, when I started to actually create success and make money, make my first six figures, start doing well in my sales career, start growing my solar business, I caught myself continuing to self-sabotage and get stuck in certain income brackets, get stuck in certain, in certain seasons of my life because... I continued to hold on to some of those old beliefs that weren't even mine. Man, successful people aren't truthful, or money doesn't grow on trees, or you have to lie, cheat, and steal to be successful. All these things that if you didn't grow from a super opulent family that you probably heard growing up, that maybe in the moment you didn't realize, but as a child you absorbed and it, it, it landed in your mind. And as an adult, if you don't address the unconscious and bring it conscious, those beliefs will run ransom and it will, they're weeds in your garden of life. So you have to let go of your old identity. You have to let go of your old story. And the only way to do that is tell a new story. You cannot create a new identity without a new story. And the thing is, what I have to realize is no one cares about your old story. No one cares you were abused when you were little. No one cares your, your parents left you when you were young. No one cares that you had no opportunity and your mom didn't put you in any good schools and uh, your parents never put you in sports and that's why you're not athletic or you're antisocial. No one cares about that. You are the only person that cares. And the longer that you hold on to the reason that you're not doing the thing that you want to be doing because of X, Y, and Z, the longer it's going to take you to shed that old identity, to shed that old belief system, and it's going to prevent you from stepping into that new power. 
And the way that you do that, the way you create a new story is by making a choice. It's by making a decision. It's by saying, hey, up until this point, I don't really care what happened because in this current moment, I am making a conscious decision that enough is enough. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I don't tolerate, I do not allow myself to live this old life, to vibrate at this frequency anymore, and I choose to create a new story and move forward. The crazy thing about this, guys, human beings are the only living creature on the planet that has the ability of choice. A tree will always be a tree. A bird will always be a bird. A bear will always be a bear. Human beings are the only creature with faculties that have the ability to live the first 15 years of their life one way and choose to live the second 15 years of their life the next way. But the only way you do that is by exercising your God's gift of free will and the ability to choose and the ability to make a decision. There's a great book called The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. And there's a quote in The Alchemist that says, when you make a decision, a true decision, a conscious decision where enough is enough and you plant the flag in the ground, when you make a decision, the universe conspires in your favor. And I believe that. I have so many scenarios in my life where up until the point where I made a true decision and I burned the boats and enough was enough and I wasn't going to tolerate my mediocre life anymore, when that decision happened, it's like the whole world opened up. The, the universe, life, the marketplace is like water, guys. When you make a stern enough stand, when you plant your flag, when you are such a grounded rock in what you believe, what you're going after and what you want to accomplish, the universe is like water. It'll go around you. But what most people are, most people are dead fish just going with the flow, just going where whatever the current takes us. They're allowing life to guide them versus them guiding life. So my invitation for you guys, you have to create a new story. How do you create a new story? You need to let go of that old identity. You need to let go of the narrative, the excuses, the reasons. You can only have results or reasons, as Grant Cardone says. You have to let go of that old reality in order to create a new identity. The smoker who's been smoking for 30 years will not be able to stop smoking until he stops identifying himself as a smoker. You can quickly realize when someone is addicted to something by their words and their language. If you ask someone, hey, are you going to quit smoking? They say, yeah, I'm going to quit smoking or, hey, I'm a smoker. Have you ever heard that before? Maybe it's a family member or someone who you're like, man, you should really stop smoking. Um, and they're like, yeah, I'm a smoker. I'm going to stop smoking. Just in the language alone, you can tell they're not going to stop smoking because they're still identifying themselves as a smoker. You have to let go and shed those beliefs of who you were and all the hurt and all the challenges in order to build that new version of yourself. Now, you can use that for strength and you don't have to forget because everything that happened to us has created the person that we are today, but you cannot continue to hold on to that if you want to create a new life. So guys, in hindsight, again, Three things to be very mindful of, to change your life, to change your business, to change your physique, your relationships, your spiritual life. Realize that we have an invisible governor, an invisible thermostat that controls our life. And it doesn't matter how much work we put on the external. It doesn't matter how much work we put into our business in terms of our body, in terms of our relationships. If we don't address the unconscious, if we don't address these invisible thermostats, our identity that is tied to these certain areas of our life, then we're going to continue to get the same result and get frustrated because we don't know why change isn't happening. Change only happens on an unconscious level. Until you get to the point where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired and you make that decision to change, that's when change happens. So realize that stop going to work out there, start going to work in here. 
Three tangible steps to do that. Change your association. Proximity is power. Get around people playing the game of life in a higher temperature than you are. Shock your system. Big bursts of action in a short amount of time. And finally, you have to tell a new story. You have to let go of your old story, make a choice, and tell that new story and continue to reinforce that until that identity becomes who you actually are. Guys, I'm telling you, this concept of identity has literally changed my life. It's taking me from an unsecure, shy kid with below average results, a below average upbringing, below average self-esteem, below average talent in certain things. And because of this opportunity to reinvent myself and to create something more, to let go of the fixed mindset. The fixed mindset says, man, I am who I am and I can't do anything about it. I am who I am, so I'm stuck at this level of income. I'm stuck at this level of happiness. I'm stuck with this partner that I'm not fulfilled by. I'm stuck in this uh, geographical location because I don't believe I can move. Don't allow the fixed mindset to run rampant in your life. Realize that we all have a growth mindset and that we truly can do anything that we want to do if we have the courage, if we have the faith in order to move forward and go take that risk and put yourself in a vulnerable situation to start seeing those 1% gains. You don't have to see the whole staircase. All you have to do is take the first step. And in life, where we only have one as far as we know, regardless of your beliefs, one thing we all know for sure is we only have one physical life as we know. Do not waste that living someone else's plan. Do not waste that conforming to someone else's idea of what you should be doing. Do not allow other people to determine your value. The only way you do that is by starting to do the inner work and go to work with your identity to start shifting your internal world so your external world starts to shift. And I guarantee you guys, life will get better, life will get grander, and things will start working for you. Woo, that was a lot. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I know it was a bit of a rant. Uh, the solo pods are a lot of fun because I could just go off. I hope you guys got some value, and we will see you on the next episode of Millennial Millionaire. Catch you guys next week.